Hi, I am so excited about what you're about to encounter. This, my friend, is a place where purpose and destiny collide. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., a father, an apostolic leader, Maxwell Leadership Certified Team Member. I'm a board certified advanced life coach and master mental health coach. At the end of the day, I am a builder and I'm here to help you build. We are about to embark on a journey of discovery and wholeness, getting on track with God's original plan for your life. During our times of conversation, we will talk about discovering who you were meant to be, removing and overcoming obstacles and barriers, and fulfilling your assignment and making your impact in this earth. According to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, whoever or whatever has been born of God overcomes this world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. My friend, hear me tell you, you are born of God. That means you were created to overcome. You are an overcomer. Would you do me a favor before we start? Subscribe to Conversation with Chris on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, CPN Shows, or wherever you listen. And also tell your family, tell your friends and your neighbors to join in with Conversations with Chris. Let's change our world one conversation at a time. Don't forget, subscribe, share, and let's start the journey with this new episode. See you at the end of this episode. Welcome to this episode. It is going to be riveting and life-changing. Today, we are going to talk about building yourself up. That's right. Our topic today is building yourself up. If you've been listening over the last few episodes, we've really been talking about the power of your words, using your words for good and not bad. But today, I want to turn the focus on not just outside of you, but on the inside of you. And I want to talk about building yourself up. Now, I'm going to start from a very biblical background, but I'm going to expand this. So please stay with me. You don't want to miss one minute of this. I promise you, this conversation will be life changing. Now, when we talk about building yourself up for people who believe in the Bible or read the Bible or even just ascribe to the wisdom of the Bible, the book of Jude verse 20 always talks about and is often quoted by ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Verse 21 keeps on going saying, keeping yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Now that tells me simply that someone has a responsibility, has a duty, has an obligation to build, to edify, to lift up someone. And that someone is you. Trust me, you are your biggest cheerleader. You are your biggest fan. Absolutely. Make no mistake about it. God loves you infinitely and unconditionally. But you, my friend, have got to learn to be your biggest proponent. You've got to learn how to build yourself up. 
there are all sorts of voices competing for your attention, for your energy, for your thinking, for your real estate inside of your head. But according to Jude, it's our responsibility to build yourself up in our faith. He said praying, and if I take this beyond the context of just praying, it's all of our communication. We've been talking about not tearing others down, not harming others, building each other up, ministering grace and love. But I want to tell you, you've got to cut yourself some slack because the voice you hear more than any other, let me say that again, the voice that you hear more than any other is your own voice. It is powerful. It is effective. You're a masterpiece. You're fearfully, wonderfully made. And there's a sound that cuts to the core of everything you do. And it is your voice. That's right, your voice. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, debating and convincing you on the necessity of praying in the Holy Ghost. That's not my job, and that's not this episode. But I do want to talk to you about what you say to yourself, because prayer is a form of communication. And so if you say the right things yourselves, you can get the right results. Well, Paul went over in 1 Corinthians, and he started talking about, if you go in the 14th chapter, he said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Let's, let's pause here for a minute. Paul said, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in what we believe and what we ascribe to as unknown and other tongues, our spirit is edified, but your understanding, your mind, your thinking, it does not produce or change anything. That's right. It builds your faith, but it doesn't get you to hear or know anything different. Now, before you give me religious pushback, yes, you can get revelation. Yes, you can get uh, impartation in those methods. But we're talking about what you hear that produces understanding. So Paul says in verse 15, he says, What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. In other words, it's not just our spiritual obligation that transforms uh, our spiritual language that transform our lives, he said, I will do this with my understanding. In other words, it's important for my mind and my brain to hear words so that it can have something to base off of. Your brain is the hardware, and I want you to consider your mind as the software. That's right. So your brain uh, is connected to your body your ears, it hears something, and the hardware of your mind, it processes, it stores, and it saves it and reuses it for future use. Paul said, I don't understand a language that's foreign to me, but when I hear something that my brain uh, uh, picks up or understands, or it 
is congruent with something inside of me, I can grab onto it and use it in my future. That's that's what he said. So he said, pray with the understanding. So what am I telling you today? Successful people are people who learn to master their mouths, who learn to use their words properly. Okay, that's what I'm trying to tell you very carefully. You've got to learn to master your words and use your mouth carefully. Let's go over a few things. Some things that you can do, uh, uh, you can make decrees. A decree is really an order usually having the force of law. In other words, when you reiterate or repeat what a law-abiding official, a governmental official has said, it becomes law to you. So decrees, decrees are one of the most powerful things you can do because you are establishing the principle of the law on the inside of you. Do you hear me? Yes, you have to make your own decrees. You have to, it's important because you need to hear. Let me say that again. You need to hear. You need to hear your voice because there are too many voices competing for real estate. Wow. Let me stop and pause and be very clear. Inside of your head, inside of that thing we call the brain, your mind, it is real estate. And in that place of real estate, your brain really uh, uh, every thought, every word, if we don't process them or handle them properly, then they occupy space. And when our real estate runs out of room, it becomes cluttered. But also, whatever occupies more space becomes our common way of thinking, acting, and functioning. So you have to begin to hear you need to hear the right things so you can pull out the right things. You can decree. You can declare. Declare is something uh, simple as to make known formally, officially. It's a determination. Like the woman with the issue of blood, she kept declaring, if I can, if I can, when I do this, when I achieve my dream, it's not enough to just have a dream. You have to begin to declare. See, that is the difference. What's in your head has to come out of your mouth and you have to build yourself up. Everything has a voice. When you get a bill, it talks to you. When you go to the doctor, it talks to you. When you read the paper, it talks to you. When you turn on the TV, it talks to you. When you see dark clouds, they talk to you. But my friend, you have got to talk as much or more than everything else. There comes time we have to turn off all the other things, everything else, and you have to open your mouth. Now, let's go on just a little bit further because I don't want to take up too much of your time in our conversation, but I really want you to understand that, my friend, this is the season where you've got to build yourself up. All right. You can also do a confession. Yes. 
Confessions are powerful. They are absolutely powerful. To confess is to tell or make something known. It's to acknowledge. It's our declaration of faith in. I know I'm going to succeed. These things are absolute power. Jesus said that the words we speak are spirit and they are life. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. In other words, your world, your universe, your family, your future, your destiny, your life is hanging on what comes out of your mouth. You can either build your future or you could tear down your future one brick at a time with every word that you release. I think it's more important that we spend time trying to make sure that we are talking as much as we rely on everyone else to talk to us, for us, through us, or even about us. Now, before we got here, let me help you understand something. Self-talk is powerful. It's the, it's the narrative that you tell yourself that matters most. Have you ever been lied on? Have you ever uh, been misunderstood? You know, those are common things and they're not crisis and they're not necessarily from the devil. It's just life sometimes. But when you hear something from external sources, meditate, you consider it, or you intake it and you start repeating it to yourself, it is now become your inner reflection. It's your own mental dialogue that you have with yourself. And my challenge is this, self-talk is never neutral. Please make yourself a note. Self-talk is never neutral. It is either positive or negative. It is either building or it is tearing down. But it is never negative. It always has a bias to it. See, we have to make our thinking align with a higher law so that we could have that law come out of our mouth. Let me say that again. If you allow your thinking to align with uh, CNN, you will find yourself repeating the law or the propaganda that CNN, Fox, or whoever, MSNBC, they promote. You will find yourself not only repeating it, but believing it. And after you believe it, you will start building your life on it. If you watch the Weather Channel and they tell you that it's going to rain and you hear it enough, you plan your whole day around the in, in uh, uh, the soon coming rainstorm. You decide when to wash the car, when to cut the grass, all because of what you heard. But at some time, you must look out of the window of your own life. See the clouds, but look and say the sun is going to shine. Listen, it's time for you to recognize the value, the power of your words and your voice, and then to use them to build yourself up. When we're hurt, when we're wounded, when we're uh, 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 sometimes not sure of ourselves, we invest a lot of time, energy, and effort building others up. We edify, we congratulate, we, we send adulations. 
we do a good job of communicating our value to other people. But my friend, when you're broken, when you're wounded, when you're fatigued, when you've been often frustrated, set back, or disappointed, the hardest person to build up is often self. That's right. It's yourself. I want to tell you before we got to here, and you need to hear this very closely and hear this. Your will is the gate of your mind. You have to determine what enters it because once it's inside, you then have to determine how long you want to stay. You got to learn to take thoughts captive. No more passive thinking. No more allowing mind manipulation. No more just existing for you have a mind. Sometimes when we're not aware, we allow ourselves to hear things unconsciously or unknown and we begin to repeat them. And whatever we repeat, it starts showing up in our life. That's right. You have to have a different standard of what you hear so you can determine what's best for you to say to you and about you. I'm trying to tell you, you've got to do self-talk. You don't need a whole lot of external activity or external discussions that cause mental drama, that causes unhealthy internal dialogue discussions that are all inside of us. You know, you hear uh, uh, the words from a heated emotional debate, and before you know it, you're playing all this out. You're wrecking your brain trying to make natural sense of it. You spend, uh, it takes up more and more real estate, and before you know it, it has become your narrative. It has become your story that you tell, but worse, it is the story you tell yourself. And if you're not careful, You'll find yourself defending yourself over and over. My friend, that's not building. You're trying to validate. But self-talk must be deliberate and consciously. We must insert the law of God into our, into our hearing. Let it go from our hearing to our heart so that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth can speak and release it. You're going to build yourself up. You're going to be mentally stable. You're going to have a sound mind. You're going to learn to resist the pressures of life. My friend, life is meant to be lived. There are going to be ups and downs. Man that is born of woman is few days and full of trouble. But just because they're trouble, just because they're trials, just because there's tribulation, you don't have to confess that the furnace of this affliction is going to consume you or destroy you. Why not simply say, God is burning away the dross. He's melting weak character. He's separating people out of my life that have been unhealthy. You know, we believe he calls us all things to work together for good. So then, my friend, what comes out of your mouth that goes to your ears first, 
must be building. I want you to learn to take control of your thoughts. I want you to learn to meditate. I'm not talking about unhealthy. I'm trying to meditate where you chew on a thought over and over until you get all of the full meaning and value out of it. I want you to spend time with the right people, the right places, so you can begin to hear the right things. Because my friend, what you hear is what you soon repeat. And at this stage in life, no more setbacks. It's time to grow. We have got to go forward. Listen, my friend, I'm telling you that today you're making a conscious effort to build yourself up. You're going to pray. And after you finish praying, your ears need to hear something that your brain can relate to your mind and your mind can say, I got it. Let's do it now because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You're born of God. My friend, you are an overcomer. And this is the language of overcoming. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory, and we'll see you next week. Take care.